Uh, all right. Well, as I said last night, it's good to uh, you know, good to get out on the field. Uh, good to get going. Uh, it's good to play. Um, a lot of guys got a uh, pretty good amount of playing time, and uh, yeah, this is something we can you know definitely build from. We'll learn a lot uh, from the film and um, carry that into next week here. Um, the practice against Philly and and the game. So. Um, it's good, good evaluation night. Hopefully, we can you know build on that and you know improve going forward. Uh, you know, there's some good situations that came up in the game that we can that we can benefit from. Um, we'll do more of that obviously as we go forward here. You know, in the next couple of weeks, we haven't um, you know spent an inordinate amount of time on situations at this point. Really, it's more fundamentals, and that's what we saw last night. So. Uh, you know, just keep putting one foot in front of the other here, take it day by day, and, and try to keep stringing good days together. We'll open up some questions. We'll start with Ben Bowen, followed by Alan Siegel. Uh Morning, Bill. A uh, couple quick ones uh, about the quarterbacks, if that's okay. Just uh, what are your main takeaways of Mac Jones' performance from last night? I mean, I think really it's pretty much the same for everybody. Um, you know, some good things, some things we need to just in general we need to you know play faster and react faster. That's that's every position across the board. You know, practice is practice, but things happen at game speed, and and uh, that's that's something that that I would say everyone needs to improve on. Um, Certainly the quarterback position, but every other position too. Uh, it's just, you know, we haven't had the, the live game exposure uh, until last night. And so it's a good opportunity for us to uh, recognize how fast things are going to happen and, and, you know, have to match that speed. So, uh, you know, I think the speed of the game for all the rookie players was a little bit different, certainly, than anything we've been able to practice. Uh, and then with Cam, you know, you always talk about with players the second-year jump. Uh, this is now his second year with the team. He's had a couple weeks of camp. He had the game last night. What are you seeing with Cam Newton's progress this training camp? Yeah, well, definitely way ahead of where we were at this time last year. Um, but, yeah, again, as I said, it's, I think, the same for everybody. Just, you know, practice and fundamentals and then taking that to, you know, the execution that, that we – Need to have a game speed um, again for all of us players, coaches, everybody. You know, not last night was the first step, but we have we have a long way to go, and and we all need to improve in those areas. Okay, that's all I got. Next question, Alan Siegel, followed by Arnav Sharma. Bill, I'm imagining that going into last night, in your own mind, um, you had some things that you wanted to see, so. After you after you view the films on this, do you now have a baseline in which to move forward, whatever those things might be, to the next step, which would be the you know to, to work out against Philadelphia and then going forward from there? Uh, yeah, I think that's fair, Al. Um, again, what what we wanted to see was to see see the players play, see them play in live competition, and you know evaluate. Uh, how they did and and how it's going. I'm sure we'll see some guys make a big jump from this week to next week. I'm sure we'll probably see some guys kind of level off and you know it won't be that big of a jump. Um, 
so you know we'll just have to see how all that goes but again you, you can't you can't evaluate a baseline or build from baseline until you have one and so we have one and so that's a you know that's a good thing for us and again it's a good experience to not just have the game speed of you know an actual play when the ball snap but just the overall uh game speed of you know situations changing on every play and going from you know offense to special teams to defense to special teams to offense and so forth um you know making adjustments on the sideline making some you know changes those are things that you know really don't happen in practice because um they they just don't come up like they do in a game. So uh, you know all those all those are good. Halftime, pregame warm up, just the whole process of getting ready to play, and then coming back out and playing in the second half. So um, you know those are all the things we we wanted to see, we wanted to experience, try to smooth out our operation, uh, which that needs a little ironing out too. But um, you know I think the big thing is just to try to build from here. Thanks, Bill. No. You're welcome. Uh, next question, Arnold Sharma, followed by Zach. Uh, good morning, Bill. Um, first of all, I just wanted to take a chance to formally introduce myself to you. Uh, my name is Arnold Sharma. I'm a student at the University of Connecticut, and I write for SI Pat's Bayman. And at the risk of making everyone nice, feel nice to meet little, you, it's it's great to meet you over Zoom. <laughs> Uh, at the risk of making everyone feel a little bit older than they're probably comfortable feeling, I was born in 2001. So for pretty much as long as I can remember, I've looked up to you as my personal hero. So I appreciate you taking my question. Um, and for the last 17 years now, um, the team has had a streak of at least one rookie undrafted free agent on the opening uh, night roster. Is there a moment over the last 17 years that stands out to you, whether during training camp or preseason, um, as a time where you knew a rookie UDFA was going to be special in the league? Uh, yeah, well, again, that's a, you know, it's a good question. It's a good observation. We try to maintain an open mind towards everybody every year. Um, you know, we all have to reestablish ourselves or establish ourselves and our level of performance for that individual year. Um, but, uh, you know, we've had a number of players, you know, Brandon Bolden, John Jones, Guys will go near the top of the list that you know came in and and not in one day or one practice, but over the course of training camp, um, established a level of performance and consistency and trust uh, that uh, you know that that we believed in. Um, and Jacoby and and JJ, you know, more recently. So. You know, again, we try to keep an open mind toward everybody, and you know, every player that's here is here for a reason. It's here because we think they that they can be competitive. And um, as you said, there's usually been a player that that has, um, you know, Gunner, guys like that that have just earned their earned their way onto the roster. So um, again, those are the kind of things that just really evolve. They they don't. I would say most of those players, it wasn't like they showed up the first day and, you know, looked like we should have drafted them in the first round. Uh, that's that's usually not the case. I would say it's more of a, you know, build up over time and, and, and a level, you know, a significant level of improvement over a relatively short period of time uh, that, that takes place with those guys. Thank you. You're welcome.
Next question, Zach Cox, followed by Michael Hurley. <clears throat> Morning, Bill. Uh, it seemed like Matt Judon w was able to make a, a pretty significant impact in his, his brief playing time last night. Uh, and when we were talking to, to Tayshawn Bauer after the game, he was also speaking about how, how much it's helped to have a veteran, another veteran like Judon in that room. Uh, what have, have you seen so far from Judon both last night and, and going back over the last couple months? Uh, right. Well, Matthew, uh, you know, played a handful of snaps last night. Um, you know, he's gotten a, a pretty good number of reps here in training camp. Um, but he's got a, you know, I'm glad we have him. He's, he's got a lot of skill uh, in the running game and the passing game. He's a very instinctive player. Um, you know, he, he seems to, to figure things out pretty quickly and, and has fit in well with the group. Has a great work ethic. Um, you know, shows up to work every day, competes hard. So, you know, I think that's a, you know, good thing for uh, all of us to, um, you know, build off of and, and try to, you know, emulate the, the attitude and the toughness and the effort that, that he comes in with on a consistent basis, whether it be game day like we saw last night or meetings, practices, walkthroughs, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, he's been a, been a good addition and I'm glad we have him on the team. Next question, um, Michael Hurley, followed by Maury Hirschberg. Hi, Bill. I have a question about a, another newcomer in, in Janu. I know you've spoken highly of his ability after the catch in the past. I know it was just one play last night, but uh, is that one where uh, you kind of see what, what, what he can do after the catch and, and what few tight ends can do? All right. Well, we've, we've seen Janu for four years, and, and – um, you know, he does a lot of things well. You know, he blocks well, um, he runs well, he's fast, catches the ball well, <laughs> can run with it after the catch. So, you know, he's got a you know, good set of skills, can help us on all downs. Again, I'm glad we have him on the team. I think he's a good player and, and um, I look forward to working with him. He's been great to work with. He's got a good attitude. He works hard. You know, he's tough, competes, you know, every day. And um, so... You know, just keep trying to, you know, find ways to help all of our skill players, you know, be productive. And, and, uh, and he's got a, you know, a good variety of skills that we can work with. Two final questions. <laughs> hey, good morning, Bill. Knowing that the end result, you know, doesn't ultimately matter in your season, how do you view success differently in the preseason? And was there an area maybe of the team last night that uh, stood out to you after looking at the film? Yeah, well, again, the, you know, preseason, there's a lot of things to, to look at. Um, you certainly want to look at the individuals and, and um, how they performed, also the matchups, uh, who they were up against, and, and that's quite a bit of variability there probably as much in that game last night in the first preseason game as as there would be in any game uh, with the number of players that both teams played and uh, so forth. So uh, then they're, you know, watching the units play together, whether it be a special teams unit or you know, the offensive line or the defensive line or the quarterback and the skill players in the passing game or 
the linebackers in the secondary and the defensive passing game and you look at you know the whole team and substitutions and the overall operation and things like that so it's really a, a pretty broad stroke there that um, again that we've done for the first time uh, in, in a real live situation and uh, you know that's all those things are, are good experiences good things to learn from uh, some of them we did pretty well some of them I know we need to, as I said, iron out and uh, smooth out and you know, maybe clean up the communication or the operation a little bit, whether it be on the coaching end or the playing end, uh, or maybe both. Uh, so that's, you know, that's kind of the first preseason game. There's really a lot that, that this game encompasses, and, and it's good to get it under our belt. And I'm sure that we'll um, – well, I'm not sure. I hope we'll be able to do things better next week, um, you know, in all areas. But – at least we've done them, and in some cases we can look at them and say, okay, this is how we want to do it. Uh, and there'll be other things that we'll say, this, this is sort of the idea, but we need to do it a lot better, and here's how we will. So. Last question, Phil, here. <laughs> hey, Bill, I have sort of a, a general question about one element of the passing game. I'm just curious what, or I guess how you would, um, or what characteristics would be necessary in your mind for a well-executed deep ball, deep pass attempt? Yeah, well, that's a, you know, Phil, that's the kind of thing that, you know, we'd probably spend an hour on in a quarterback receiver meeting. Uh, in training camp, again, so much depends on the play itself, um, the coverage, um, the matchup, and what what happens after the ball snapped. And so that's, and then obviously, you know, the long pass is is a play that takes the longest in football. Um, and so there's a lot of things that can go right, and there's a lot of things that can go wrong. But in the end, um, you know, when the ball finally arrives at the reception area, then there's a, a whole nother level of uh, execution that's involved, regardless of what's happened on the previous, you know, call it, I don't know, three seconds, three and a half seconds, that's already taken place on the play. Um, and so the finish of that play is... There's a lot at stake on both sides. Um, you know, we're talking about one defensive back, one receiver. You know, who are the receivers? It could be a tight end or a back or a safety or a corner, whoever it is, linebacker. Uh, but there's a lot at stake on the result of that play and the result of the finish of the play. Uh, but again, there are a lot of things that can happen between when the ball snapped and when the ball finally arrives. Uh, let's call it 40 yards downfield. So it's a very in-depth um, question, you know, what leads to success and failure, or there's there's more to that play in terms of timing and time than, than really there is in any other play. Um, things happen quicker on shorter passes and running plays and guys that are lined up, you know, within a few inches of each other on the line of scrimmage, you know, the the go, the post, the deep seam, the, you know, again, all the, all the things, the different types of deep passes based on 
whether it's a play action, whether it's just a you know a straight you know clear out route or or a go route that the quarterback really intends to throw versus a, a clear out kind of pattern that has something going underneath. I mean, we could go on and on here, but it's it, it's really you know pretty specific. But in the end, it it comes down most of the time to the finish of the play, assuming that the ball is is catchable. Um, you know, so that's. That's why the the technique and the finish and and the skill of the players involved is um, you know, important to the outcome. So, sorry, I can't give you more specific. Yeah, we we could be here for a couple hours talking about all that because there's there's so many things that can happen, you know, during that time. Um, and again, the the position of the players is. It, even at the beginning of the play, can be can be quite different um, as well. So, so it's, honestly, it's a pretty pretty deep question. Yeah, that was kind of a broad one on my end. So I appreciate it, Bill. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No, that's just that is what it is. It's it, that that's why it's a you know there's there's really there's a lot to it on all three players involved the guy throwing the ball the guy catching the ball and the guy defending the play and so it's it, for each player there's there's a pretty pretty long and depth conversation it just on one specific thing and then when you start putting it all together it it rolls into you know a lot of coaching points a lot of technique um you know a lot of details Thank you, Coach. Okay. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everybody. Great. Thank you.